and I think some of you may have seen this as well. We've Shocking. The racism. Oh my God. The guys. fucking racism. It's bad. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very late oh, God episode. Damn. We in the, trouble. Yeah. Well, I guess actually this is going to be late for the Patreons, but for the yes. for the public community. Oh my God, that's worse. I know. But then Patrons, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, but they'll still get it early. You guys still get it early, yes, of course. But it's going to be early by like a few days, and then you guys are going to get the next episode. Just up. in a couple more days. <laughs> yes. So you get a lot of content. content. Coming, coming <laughs> I love way. how we're switching it to like, oh, you're just getting so much content it's the next few days. Just pushing so much out to you guys. Um, we are sorry for the late upload. Mm-hmm. We have been on a tree. We have, wh- where have we been, Rose? We was in Vancouver. Oh, <laughs> and what are your thoughts in Vancouver, Rose? Actually, we should, we should have on, a story time. Let's talk about time. Vancouver. Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, um, the reason why this episode is late. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the story is basically guys, to be fair, um, well, I don't, okay. I feel like I'm pretty good at saying no to shots. Yeah. Not to alcohol. Okay. But to shots, I, I, I don't like doing shots. Yeah. How many shots did you do that night? I was not there. <laughs> I wish you could see Daniel's face. Okay. Well, here's, the, here's what happened. So basically, um, this one night, I'm still sad about it, but at the same <laughs> time, I was happy the next day and you'll see why. <laughs> yeah. Because basically, I met up with one of my friends, one of my good friends from like back in the day. Yeah. Um, she used to live here, but now she lives in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's meet up. I haven't seen her. Oh, actually, I've been seeing her, seeing her every year for the last couple of years because I've been going to Vancouver since yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> and anyway, so I was like, okay, can you meet my friend Daniel? We met up. And then before we actually met up, we went for dinner and I started feeling sick. Yeah. And at this Why point... Why do you think you were feeling sick though, Rose? Well, it's been... At this point, it was like the third day, right? Of abuse of your body. <laughs> yeah. Of e- overeating, eating, over been, drinking. I know. It's so bad. So we've been like... We've been overeating, over drinking. So my body, I think, was mm-hmm. just like, what the fuck? Like, just stop. Okay. Yeah. So as I was eating, and I was like, I was so sad because the dinner was good. The dinner was really good. And I was like enjoying myself. But then I started feeling like sick. I think it was like right after I finished eating or like mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, I think it was after I finished eating. And I was like feeling sick. So I like had to like, you know. What you do when you're feeling sick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I wasn't drunk at this point. Yeah. Okay. I had a few beers during the day and I'm still, I think I'm adamant that I was kind of hungover. Yeah. So, you know, you know, when you day drink. I mean, drink, you were hungover most of the trip, Rose. I really was. <laughs> um, You know, like when you day drink, um, you know, during the evening, I usually get a bit like hungover, mm-hmm. but I only had like three beers and usually I can drink more than that. Yeah. But I think it because of the, you know, overload of alcohol and food, yeah. it was just like taking a toll. So anyways. So after dinner, we were supposed to meet up my, with my friend, which we did, but I was feeling sick and my stomach was just like in knots. I was like nauseous. It was just not a good time. So I felt really bad, but like I couldn't drink, which is saying a lot. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bad situation. You know, Rose is not feeling well when she can't drink. Okay? <laughs> yeah. if she can't even have a glass of wine or yeah. something. But like usually like even when I'm hungover, you know, how you're supposed to do like hair of the dog. Like you're supposed yeah. to like, well, I like usually cannot do that. 
Mm. If but, I'm hungover. But it works. It apparently the, the very first day that we were there, we went out with we met up with um one of my friends and we went out for dinner and stuff like that. And then I was hammered. Rose got a little bit in to- uh, a little was, intoxicated. Rose was really enjoying those cocktails. So, <laughs> and the wine. And the wine. So um we had to send Rose home. Yes. Um and so then, I went to bed. Yeah. And then the next day Rose was viciously hungover. No, I wasn't viciously hungover. I was hungover, but I was like not that bad. Do you remember the taxi ride that we yeah, took? Yeah, it was a taxi friend? ride. <laughs> Okay, but that was like, more like it was like um, you thought you were going to die. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like let's not sugarcoat. But it in like a weird, it was weird because like I slept early. No, but okay, you've seen me when I'm viciously hungover. True. So I wouldn't say it was vicious hungover, but I think it was like a mixture of like it was raining. Yeah. I was like not feeling the best, mm. but it wasn't like so bad, and I was hungry. Yeah. So that mixed with being hungover and then being in an Uber. I was feeling like sick and mm-hmm. then we started eating and I felt better. And then we started drinking and, and I felt, felt completely really, better. You felt really good after that. But this that. was like way in later in the evening. Yeah. So I was able to drink at that moment. But I can never, I can't even imagine drinking mm-hmm. when I'm like hungover like in the morning. Anyways, so we were having drinks or they were having drinks mm-hmm. because I could not physically drink and I felt really bad. And my two friends, Daniel and my other friend are both um, alcoholics like me. So they were like, being like we should drink come on rose have a drink Mm -hmm. and then i kept saying no okay i said no to peer pressure Mm -hmm. and i was i really wanted to just stay but i was feeling so sick so i was like (laughs) i need to leave yeah and i felt so bad because i was only there for like probably less than an hour and then i left and i was like you know what daniel you're in good hands (laughs) because my friend is also an alcoholic so you guys do some shots I think before I oh, left, we, you had done two shots already. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? I need you guys to start having a good time. So let's do another shot for you guys. Mm-hmm. And you already had another beer and everything. They did their shots. I went home. This guy does not get back into the hotel until 2.30 in the morning. Past 2.30 in the morning. I was concerned. <laughs> By 2 something, I like woke up because I was like having a hard time sleeping. I was sick, you guys. Like I was yeah. actually physically ill. <laughs> and then... But I was like, you know, starting to fall asleep. And then I realized that like two something. I was like, Daniel is not back. Your phone was dead. I, I think I messaged you. Oh, yeah. My phone died. I Your phone that. was dead. I messaged my friend. Her <laughs> phone. She wasn't responding. And I was like, yeah. okay, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but you're I, like, I knew I should yeah. have left those two together. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Thankfully, you're a guy. So I'm a little less scared, which yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I was like, you know, I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> and then you stumble in drunk as hell at 240 in the morning. Oh my god! Do you I'm even so remember? No, I. Really oh my god! Don't <laughs> I was being so weird too. Well, like, I mean, everyone when they're drunk, yeah, very weird. And yeah. he was just like Rose. Oh yeah, what did you say? You said like Kate was rubbing my belly and. No, I said you guys both were. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you guys were rubbing my belly tonight, weren't you? And Rose was like, uh, no. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, yeah, Daniel was like, yeah. Anyway, I filmed multiple videos of you being drunk. I know. It was great. Um, and then you were just like, and I kept, because Daniel has a snoring problem. Have we talked about this? Okay, we don't need to out me on the podcast. I think we've done it already. But no, yeah. but this is part of the video. This is part of the, the story. Okay. So because he has a snoring problem, <laughs> he has to, every time we're like sharing a room, okay, he has to wear a mouth guard, okay? Mm-hmm. Any any human being sharing a room with you, has to, you have to wear a mouth guard. There. Um. So because the mouth guard kind of like stops the snoring. Yeah. Well, it doesn't fully stop it, but it like it helps. Okay. Yeah. It helps a lot, actually. So I was like, you know what, Daniel? Go to bed. But first, please put on your mouth guard. And you would not put it on for the longest time. I was like, Daniel, you weren't. I'm not letting you sleep until you put on your mouth guard. And I'm like, going to try it. 
rolls. I don't want to put it on. I don't I know want, where it is. I want sushi. <laughs> Anyways. Who am I, Rose? You <laughs> Shut know? up. I think I get that whininess from Rose. I've just like <laughs> taken it from Rose and that's what I do now when I'm drinking. Okay. Do you think I'm like a little better than before? <laughs> so basically, I remember when I was like in London, I got this nickname. It was called like Baby Rose. Oh God. So anytime <laughs> I got really drunk, Baby Rose would come out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone has like a drunk alter ego. Yeah. Mine is Baby Rose. Mm-hmm. So fucking annoying. <laughs> and I just get into this like baby voice and mm-hmm. I get like whiny, like... Uh, I want to eat. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess Daniel, you know, has learned the baby. Mm-hmm. The I baby. Have, I've taken it yes. and run with it. Um, Anyways, so the reason why we cannot record mm-hmm. is because of Daniel's shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, because I was sick, I was fine the next day. Yeah. I was still actually like, I think it was still like, there was still some remnants of the mm. illness, but I was like, fine. Um, I was a bit tired, but obviously I wasn't hungover because I didn't drink. Mm. Uh, but Daniel was viciously hungover. And I'm really sad because we went to like a really good pizza I know. Place. I'm so sad because you were so hungover. I actually felt really bad. I was like really sick. So I was like, Daniel, we, like, because we were going to record the podcast in that morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we had to check out of the hotel that day. Yeah. So we're like, let's record in the morning and then um, we'll just walk around or whatever. And then... Daniel's like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I was like, I can't. There's no way. So then, <laughs> like, yeah, it was bad. I should have just done it alone. I'd be like, hi, hi guys. So we're on the scene of Daniel. And I was being bad, <laughs> snoring in the background. No, you'd be running around trying to vomit. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, um, so that's why we couldn't record. Mm-hmm. So, so, and that's why I'm thankful that I was sick that day yeah. in a weird way because, but I would, I wanted to have fun with you guys too. So mm-hmm. I was kind of sad, but. Yeah. Um, so, Rose, what would you say from all the food that we ate? What was your favorite? Oh, in Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. So, the thing with Vancouver is like, it's weird because I feel like the vegan food scene isn't as good as you would expect. Mm. Like, some stuff is like really... Okay, so what did I really like? Um, I do really like Virtuous Pie. I've been there before. This was yeah, the second Virtuous time. Yeah, Virtuous Pie is really good. That's when Daniel was hungover and I was sad. Yeah. But you still liked it. Yeah. Um, then what? Oh, so Virtuous Pie is like a vegan pizza place, mm-hmm. by the way. And I also liked Mila a lot. Oh, yeah. Mila, yeah, Mila so was really good. good. You guys, if you're in Vancouver, try Mila. Mm-hmm. It's like a fully vegan um, restaurant and mm-hmm. they have like really good vegan sushi. Yeah. And what else was like a highlight there? Oh, Genki. Which one was that one? The vegan sushi that we ordered yeah, the, to the apartment. Oh, no. I was talking about in Mila. Like what was oh, the dish Mila. that was really good? Oh, um. I'm trying to remember what the highlight was because it's just like all yeah. blurring together. I just we got a lot good. of different things, but yeah. yeah, everything was really good. And I tried it last time as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh yeah, Ogenki Sushi. Oh my God. So good. So good. Yeah. I think I've learned the secret. You know what I'm going to go? I'm going to buy mm-hmm. a torch. <laughs> torch? <laughs> like a cooking torch. Oh, to Guys, sear things. Yeah. What I discovered, Game changer. my friends, I'm going to buy one. I was actually going to buy one today. I'm going to get one. I saw them on Amazon for like $20. It's like a gun or something that you will... It's like a gun. So I don't know if you guys are like familiar with like, they do this a lot in sushi restaurants yeah. and I'm sure they do it in other places too. For sure. But like they basically take like piece of sushi and then um, on top, they like sear the top. Okay. Yeah. And for some reason, this tiny little bit of searing makes the biggest difference in the taste. It gives oh, that yeah. like smoky, like charred flavor mm. and like it almost brings out some of the flavors and so all the shit at Ogenki that was like so Ogenki is like a sushi place and they yeah. do I think they have a regular sushi menu and then like a vegan and one. a fully vegan one yeah. and they have a whole bunch of things that are like you know seared 
Oh my God. It was so good. You were living your best life. I was living my best life. I was so happy. We ordered so much sushi from that place. And it was so good. It was so worth it. That was good. And so I'm going to buy a torch and I'm going to experiment with different things. God damn, I feel a bit scared. Mm, <laughs> anyway, scared with you in a torch. So, oh, thank you. Yeah. So those were really good. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think what other places. What about you? Same ones. I think it's the same. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I liked meat. It was okay, but like it's yeah, kind meat of meat isn't overrated. Yeah, but I, th- I thought it was like it's oh, it's good. Like it's not like terrible food, but it's not like something that I'm like, whoa, this is the most amazing thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so meat is like a very popular. Yeah, there's so many. I think there's like four of them in <clears throat> Vancouver. Yeah, there's like multiple in Vancouver. Um, and it's it's basically a vegan like restaurant, and yeah. they have like kind of like burgers. They're known for like their big like burgers and like more um like, like fast food kind of yeah food. and i don't know like i've been there like multiple times probably most that's the place i've been to the most but i find it least like amazing but it's fine like it's, yeah. it's not horrible but it's not like amazing yeah um the brunch was mediocre in my opinion yeah the brunch i feel like they could have done more with <clears throat> the tofu i know they did nothing with the tofu yeah anyway so meat yeah meat mm. was okay what else do we eat God. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did. Cause we <laughs> Maybe had not. Not oh, Hold on. Dochai. <gasps> dochai. So dochai was when I was sick, but mm. dochai is otherwise really good. It's yeah. like a more like Thai slash Vietnamese mm-hmm. sort of food, I think. And we went to that Vietnamese restaurant as well. Which one was the Vietnamese one? Remember the one around the corner from our hotel? Oh, that one was so bad. <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't great. <laughs> that one was like a random one that had yeah. like some vegan options. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats Montreal, but I know. Oh my it God. was good. <sighs> better than Better than here. Yeah. Other than my cafe, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> Which you ate at tonight. I did, yeah. Because <laughs> guys, I was, it's been a busy night. I am still doing that F forty five like fitness thing. Daniel, so I was you like, don't have to give reasons for eating at my cafe. You I can know, just eat there. I didn't have time to cook, so that's why I'd be <gasps> I'd be rushed. It's not because you, you were craving it. <clears throat> and I was I haven't had the bulgogi in a while. It's it's been a while. <laughs> so you love that thing. Oh, so good. <laughs> it is really so good. good. Um. Anyway, yeah. Overall, um. Oh, yeah. So what are your thoughts on Vancouver just overall? Overall, I think it's like if I'm going like for like a couple, like a day or two, that's fine. I think because I've like I've been to Vancouver so many times. I've seen like the... the, the How many times have you been? I think that was like my fourth or fifth, okay. or fifth okay. time. Cool. Um, and I think it's just like it's a very big city. Like I didn't... I forgot how big it was. Yeah. Um, And I feel like a lot of stuff, especially like some of the places that we went, they're so like spread out. Yeah. You know, like we'd go to like a Chinese restaurant and it was like super far. We go here and it's like you have to drive or you have to like figure out transit and stuff. And also like. And like, is there transit really that great? I don't know. We didn't take anyway. it. So yeah. we like Because I'm, well, I was looking at the transit mm. and it always seems like, I don't know. Harder to get places. Like it seems long, mm. you know. Anyway, continue. And I know that like a lot of cities have this now, but like also like the day that I was really hungover, Rose dropped me off at a movie theater because oh. we were like in Chinatown area because that's where Virtuous Pie is. And actually that's where Mila is as well. Yeah. Um, and again, like not to like throw shade to that area or anything, but like it is like, it's so rough. It's very rough. It's bad. I mean, and then there's nothing being done about it. That's what's crazy. I know. And then like just up from Chinatown, cause Chinatown, I feel like there's like, you have East Hastings, which is known to be really bad. Yeah. And then I think Chinatown has just kind of gotten overflow of like people. So. And now it's like, I, I left the movie theater and I was going to get an Uber to go ca- to meet up with Rose. And there was just. Literally, there was so many people around. Nobody was sober. 
<laughs> nobody like and i was like i was like just on my phone like okay yeah. can i like not again not to be like it just it, it, it doesn't it's not that i'm like scared it just puts you in an uneasy uncomfortable yeah, situation because you never know what someone's gonna do right like yeah, especially yeah. when they're strung out on all sorts of drugs and, and stuff like, nobody wants to be around that in general not that like again we should we should be doing something about it this is the thing and but it's like what are we like what is the solution exactly that's what i want to know but like it's interesting because you're seeing more and more of these pop up like these kind of you know, areas of in, especially in North America, I haven't seen as many when I go to Europe. Like, I don't know if it's, I'm going to the wrong places or yeah, that's like, true. You, you don't, you still see homeless people in Europe, of course in London. Yeah. But London is a little different, yeah, but you don't see like a section of the city where there's this high, maybe I'm wrong. Well, okay. London, there probably is. Yeah. We true. just don't see it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But either. Vancouver, so if you don't know, East Hastings is mm-hmm. like a s- street. It's a road. It's actually a pretty big road. It's huge. In downtown Vancouver. And it's known, it's basically like Canada's skid row. So it's known to be uh, a place where homeless people basically live or chill or hang yeah. out. Um, I think there's tents on there. It's kind of like, it's basically like skid row, if you know. Um, and it's gotten really bad in yeah. the last few years. Well, and I think probably COVID- because of the fucking home, like prices and shit. I think that's, that's a factor in it, right? Like once it's you start, it's a huge factor. Yeah. Like once you start, obviously there's the, there's the mental health, there's the substance abuse, but then also there's an element of some people like ending up on the streets because the rent starts getting so high yeah. that they actually can't afford it anymore. Even though they might have a job and whatever else, then once you fall homeless, it's like, it becomes a vicious cycle because then it's harder to keep a job, right? Because in order to keep a job, you need to like, you need an address, you, you need an address, you need a schedule, you need to be able to shower, you need to be able to do all of these things that come with having a home or renting a place. And if it's so expensive and so many like people comment, you know, like the rent in Vancouver is just astronomical. Yeah. Um, unless you're like, I'm sure if you move further out and stuff and then once you end up on the streets as well, I feel like it's easy to fall into uh, like substance abuse. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I think so. the reality of your life is like starting to get really like yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. It's so sad actually. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Vancouver and the substance abuse problem in Vancouver is really bad, mm-hmm. especially as well. Well, I was I, I read a little bit about it because I was like really interested. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, why is it this area? Why is it so bad? Yeah. Um, and I heard like part of it. Obviously, there's multiple reasons, but of course. um, apparently, and this is why in the states they think that things are getting worse as well. Is there's this like. They call it the new drug or whatever, but like it's been around for a while, I guess. Fentanyl? Yeah. Fentanyl is like taking over and it's like even more addictive than like heroin and all this other stuff and like super deadly and, and, you know, dealers are lacing it with stuff and it's just causing so many issues. They're lacing drugs with fentanyl. Yeah. Not because I don't think people usually take fentanyl. Maybe they do. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't think they do because they said like they showed a little thing where they're like, okay, this is like how much fentanyl. I I saw this thing a while ago. I'm like, this is how much fentanyl will kill you. And it's like literally four grains of salt. Oh, that's crazy. Of this drug. That's why so many people have been dying in like the last, I don't know. I I remember hearing about this like a few Mm -hmm. years ago because when you buy drugs like from whatever source, you don't know where it's coming from. And a lot of these drug dealers, like, I'm sorry, but they have no fucking soul. Like, No, they don't. I'm sorry, but like to put like fentanyl to save some cause like knowing that that's gonna kill people like that's crazy but like knowing that you could overdose like not all drug dealers i'm sure there's some nice drug dealers out there okay (laughs) but like um you know the fact that it's an illegal business Mm -hmm. you're gonna get some shady ass people that are willing to do whatever so 
they've started lacing like coke and like mm. like heroin with yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know, but like they gives, definitely it's, it's lace like, coke. Yeah, it's like stronger, right? Like so. Sure. If they cut it in like a little bit of it, yeah. it makes they the save whole so exper- much money. Yeah, and the experience, and it's cheaper. It's actually cheaper to buy than the other it's drugs. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. So that's why people have been lacing it. So they've yeah they've had like a big fentanyl like problem mm-hmm. where even just like you know regular people that not that you know anyone deserves to die from this yeah. but like people that might just be doing the drugs for the weekend like not mm-hmm. all the time yeah but be- because they get a bad batch they die because mm-hmm. of fentanyl overdose like it's fucking crazy it is crazy it's like really scary that's why you gotta legalize drugs i know the thing is i i, I wanna I, I i can't remember exactly what i had watched like this is a while ago but it was talking about how i think it was portugal Oh. They, they had a really bad like heroin problem Oh, and they didn't know what to do with it. And they were having so many issues and they started, I don't think, I can't remember if they decriminalized it or they like, they basically did something where they like really destigmatized it. So people like could openly like felt more comfortable to go sure. into like centers. And obviously it was a gradual pace of change, but it made huge waves. I think at one point what? Portugal was like the heroin capital of what? like, of like uh, Europe. Europe? I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, guys. <laughs> but I remember seeing something. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and I'll talk okay, about it in the next okay. episode. That's cool. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, there's things you could do, mm-hmm. okay. And I think I don't know if I discussed this, but like there was a guy. I st- I need to read this book. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that was like on a podcast I was listening to, and he wrote a book about drugs. It's called like drug. I don't. I can't remember. Drug something. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. His name's like oh his name was Dr. Carl Hart I think mm-hmm. so he wrote this book about like drugs and. Um, drug use and just like basically he's a proponent of like decriminalizing and legalizing all drugs Mm -hmm. because he says that the main problem first of all he's not against he like he's like yeah I do like occasional heroin like Mm -hmm. he's like he himself is like yeah you know sometimes I'll use like occasional whatever Mm -hmm. he says that most of the time like the the stigma is like he thinks that like certain drugs like even people that are pro drugs usually Mm -hmm are like okay but not like not heroin not meth yeah, yeah. right which i mean i'm still like kind of like you know i'm still like oh heroin meth like that's yeah because yeah. sure they're highly is. stigmatized yeah but then like i think he I, again i need to read this book but he makes some points about how like usually it's it's all of the factors combined that makes it like you know addictive and bad and like um i don't know he just talks about how if we legalize it and decriminalize it which mm. two those two things are apparently different because decriminalizing it is not necessarily legalizing it yeah right because decriminalizing is basically being like it's still not legal to sell mm-hmm. but you're not going to go to jail for like using it or something yeah, yeah, yeah but it's still not legal to sell it whereas if you legalize it that's like that's like what we have with weed right now right yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, we can buy weed in the store um, but yeah, there's so many reasons as to why like it's bad for it to be like illegal and mm-hmm. criminalized. And and that's, this is an example, like fentanyl. Yeah. So many people could have been saved if we didn't have, you know, cocaine being illegal. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I, I also think too, like a part of it, and like, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I think yeah. when you legalize something, there does remove a certain stigma and 100%. those people, cause a lot of the, 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 and again, I'm not saying this is for all people. Like some people, they don't want to do the rehab. They don't want to get out of this horrible cycle that they're in. But most people do. And I think part of it is the shame and the stigma of all involved with, you know, doing this whole process and like being judged and everything else. Whereas if it was like more open about it and more transparent, like maybe more people would actually seek the help that they need and, yeah. you know, help them get help themselves get off the streets and, and things like that. Like, you know, nobody in their right mind, to be honest, guys, like, wants to be on the streets exactly like, it's just not a fun place to be you know exactly. like um or like there's nowhere else that think they think is better because they can't 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's either on the streets or like in, I don't know, some kind of shady homeless shelter, which all of them are not like great. That's what I heard as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let me, I, I found a little excerpt from yeah. the, so doc, it is Dr. Carl Hart and his book is called drug use for grownups. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the, he says he, it argues, uh, he argues that most of what you think you know about drugs and drug abuse is wrong. Um, it says that addiction is not a brain disease. Most of the 50 million Americans who use an illegal drug in a given year have overwhelmingly positive experiences. So he's basically not he's saying that yes there are negative things to drug use mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of positive things which is true mm-hmm. um but like we again in a, in a society that glorifies alcohol use and abuse it's kind of funny that we completely stigmatize other drugs and mm-hmm. i think that's partially because alcohol companies spend a lot of money On to make alcohol look great mm. and other drugs look really horrible but anyway yeah. um i need to read this book yes it you seems do. very interesting anyways so yes okay yeah. so we're talking so we so oh yeah you were in the theater because guys brilliant idea by me yeah i would like to take if credit if you if you're hung over and you check out a hotel <laughs> you got nowhere to go guys go watch a movie <laughs> yes i was like daniel because you were like dying and i felt yeah. really bad because we had like we had um virtuous pie yeah and i was like hey maybe i'll like walk around and then i was also kind of tempted I was like, and I was like, you know what, what can, what can we do that doesn't involve like much movement (laughs) where, you know, we can just like relax. I was like, Mm. how about a movie, you know? So that's why you went to the movie. Yeah. Um, but it was like near Chinatown. Yeah. And, um, what was in Chinatown? It was in Chinatown. Okay. And then you left and then you're like, God damn, it'd be rough around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of shit. Like, what are what are they supposed to do? I know. Well, this is it. Like, like what can anyway? They need to give housing. I think that's the first step. Mm-hmm. They need to give affordable housing to people. Just put them in homes. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Um, and that's what I heard. Because then that way, it's easier for them to get a job and Progress. so on and so forth. Yeah. But, you know, that that takes money and maybe the government doesn't want to spend it, which is mm-hmm. kind of fucked up. Which is crazy. It is crazy, this, like, contrast. And I feel like this is with a lot of cities now. It's like but you have this. Especially Vancouver. Yeah, especially yeah. Vancouver. You have this area that's, like, really, really bad. Like, it's gotten, like. Because we like even in the U.S. and everything, yeah, it's gone bad. It's gone bad. Mm-hmm. But the second you like go up the street from basically where this area is, all of a sudden you're in this other area, which is like Chanel, Dior, yeah, uh, like Holt Renfrew, all of these like really expensive stores that like I kind of af- I can't even I afford know. that shit. It's crazy. And you have this like huge con- contrast, and you have like you walk up a little bit further, and there's multi-million dollar condos, yeah. and there's all of this, and just on the other side of that is this huge crisis that's like not being dealt, dealt with, with I and it's like. so sad because i feel like canada we've like kind of pro we've prided 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 ourselves prided ourselves yeah we've prided ourselves in being and we are still a little more um middle class heavy like yeah. what's the term like we're less just dis- there's less disparity in mm-hmm. in canada compared to like places like us and stuff mm-hmm. but it's getting worse yeah, it and now is. it's like we're starting to see these things and not that we haven't seen it before but it's mm-hmm. getting worse so that's what's kind of scary because like get vancouver especially it's yeah. like the rich people there are like fucking rich like really rich they got multi-million dollar fucking condos that yeah. are like tiny but they're like in fucking downtown vancouver for millions of dollars yeah it's crazy. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's so crazy to see this, like such vast contrast. And at the same time, like, it's like really sad. Like, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it makes me sad to see what's going to happen in the next like 20 years. That's the thing. It's getting worse yeah. and nothing's being done about it. Yeah. And then it's, I feel like we're going to have to start doing things that other countries with, you know, big gaps have to do like mm. living gated communities. I really don't want to fucking do that. No, it's so annoying. Like, I don't like that kind of, 
I don't like that. Like, yeah. like I don't want the solution to be gated communities, people living separate from one another. Yeah. It's so it, like, it's like you want to be able to like walk around your neighborhood, go to a coffee shop, yeah. feel free, like walking around downtown. And mingle with people that have less money than you. Mingle exactly. with people that have more money than you. Like it should be normal. Like yeah. I hate this. Like, because the thing is the more that you separate people like that, like if you have like, really poor communities here and then like a really rich community they're not mingling with one another they're not Mm -hmm. talking to each other even though they're like right next to each other and then of course the rich people are gonna you know have certain mind a certain mindset about Mm. the poor people yeah and because they see that it's it's almost like it's hard to not judge right because you're like seeing that you're like oh like they're like strung out on drugs like yeah you know, and then when I read things about Vancouver, like a lot of things, people are like, oh, there's just a bunch of junkies. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, like it creates that, you know, I don't know, that negative stereotype all over again. Yeah. But then it's also like what like it's also hard not to judge in yeah. that way. I don't know. It's, it's a fucked very, up. very complex issue. It's so complex. But it, the, the scary thing is, is it is getting worse. And it's not. And, getting it, better. and it's getting worse at a rapid rate. I feel like, God you know, it damn, seems I to be, what it's, I want to know the stats of Vancouver. God damn. We'll it's, look them it's up. It's very scary. Dying. Anyway, guys, God damn, <laughs> of that course, was a, so Vancouver. Great. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I feel like it's a, it's a nice place to visit for like a day. Go for a nice bike ride. <laughs> what, you know, we, what did we keep saying? I was like, if my work, if, if I'm going with work, then I'll go. <laughs> no, but also we were there for three, oh, yeah. three nights yeah. and it felt so long. <laughs> I felt like we were there for like a month. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God. By the, by the last day, we're like, we have an entire day still. Because yeah. we had booked. So we had booked the flight mm-hmm. uh, early morning Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we had all day Saturday, kind of. And then we had Sunday all day. And then we had Monday all day. And then our flight was on Tuesday, but it was like in the evening. It was a fucking long ass time. Okay. Yeah. So Vancouver's like a like, like it's a fun city, I guess. There's like food and, you know, There's it's a big food. city. Yeah, it's good food. And I think, I think alcohol to drink. Yeah. I think for like, people like that want to do a lot of shopping and are mega rich. Yeah. I feel I like it's I'm great place. I'm just not into shopping. Yeah. It's kind of like reminding me, no, it doesn't remind me of Singapore, but I'm like, cause Singapore is like another place where it's like, you can go and it'd right. be like, there's lots of expensive shops and there's lots of like, like bougie, bougie stuff, right? Like you can do that. It like, there's way more bougie stuff in Vancouver than there is here in Calgary. True. Like way more. So like, I feel like if you have a lot of money, like sure. it's a great, like, Oh, yeah. you can have fun and eat at these like, fucking nice hotels and like yeah. crazy restaurants they, and like i wonder if there's like really like really bougie restaurants like for example in singapore you know how we have the the we have i lived there for like four months I know. Like, <laughs> you know in singapore we have that thing yeah <laughs> like you're from there rose <laughs> i'm from singapore I can't, oh my god i can't do the accent mm-hmm. anymore because i'm from singapore i'm so sorry guys if you're yeah. from singapore <laughs> i tried we do have some listeners from singapore rose i used so. to be so good at the singapore accent um yeah. let me do the marina bay i can't do it oh my god oh. Um, but anyway, we were anyway say? Marina Bay Sands. Yeah. It's like a, there's like a really fancy hotel in Singapore mm-hmm. and it's like a, I'm sure if you have seen pictures of Singapore, you've probably seen this. Mm-hmm. There's like a boat at the top of the hotel. I don't know if it's like, I've been there. did you go to the, the pool? I tried to sneak in, but they wouldn't let me in cause I wasn't renting a room. Da- Daniel, guess who tried to sneak in and got in? You did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> They're probably so sick of people doing that. Oh my God. They probably have upped the security because yeah. they probably should because I definitely snuck in like yeah. me and like four of my friends. Yeah. Um, on the, on my last day in Singapore too, it was like the perfect, I was so happy. I was like, Oh my mm. God. Um, cause we're like students. We're like, yeah. we're going to be able to afford like a $400 stay. Yeah. I was backpacking. I was like, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't shoveling out for that kind of, but it's so cool. I loved yeah. it. So I wonder if Vancouver or something like that, like that would be cool. Yeah. Like for me, like the shop, like, I, I'm willing to pay 
maybe not four hundred dollars, but like no. I I would pay a little more for like a bougie experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, but not for like special. shopping. Yeah. Exactly. It would have to be something like literally I'm like swimming at the top of a, you know, hotel. Boat on the exactly. top of three things. In Singapore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's, that's like, I would pay for that experience as well. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, um, shopping at Chanel. Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's that. that, Those are my thoughts of Vancouver. I'm definitely going to go again. Like, I mean, at some point, but probably not for three days. I'll just stay there for a day or two. And I I think Vancouver and also it was raining the whole time. Yeah, it was raining. Yeah. That that makes it hard. Yeah. If it would have been really nice and sunny, then we could have gone for a job. Exactly. We could have done so much other stuff. And I think I feel like Vancouver is a good city for outdoor stuff. Definitely. So if you love that outdoor lifestyle, I think that's really good as well. So like. Yeah. Yeah. If it's really nice, that's the thing. If you go in the summer Mm -hmm. and it's nice weather and it's sunny, then there are things to do. You can go hiking. um, You can go to the beach. Although I really don't like the English Bay Beach. I don't think it's very nice. I prefer... um, Kitsilano, right? Kitsilano. Yeah. English Bay, I think is overrated. Mm -hmm. But anyways. uh, But yeah, you could go jogging. You could walk along the seawall. You could do things. But when it's rainy, it looks fucking depressing as fuck. Yeah. It's like sad. But anyways, so no more Vancouver in the wintertime. No, never again. Only in the summer. Oh, unless you are going there for free yeah. and I'm going to join in. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's going to be the extent. So that was our Vancouver, Vancouver trip. Was yeah. it nice to get out? It was nice to get out of the city though, for a little bit. <laughs> it was kind of, str- uh, you know what? I always say this. I think I said this last time too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep going back to Vancouver. When I- <laughs> Every time I go to Vancouver, I'm like, I miss Calgary. <laughs> It, but but it makes you appreciate. It makes you it does make you appreciate your hometown exactly. or your home or city. Just like appreciate like yeah routine. Just like mm. being in the God. Is it bad that like I'm like I'm I'm creating like routine. You're getting old, Rose. I'm getting old, guys. Soon you're gonna stop traveling. No. <laughs> I'll go to places no. that are actually interesting. <laughs> Let's hope there's okay. not too many Vancouver listeners. <laughs> listen, oh, listen. Damn. No, Vancouver. I'm sure you guys. It's it's a good. I'm. I'm Honestly, if you came to Calgary, you'd be like, what the fuck, Rose? There's like nothing to do here. <laughs> I did like I did like that there's like more way more people. Um, there's, like, there's more, more people. vibe. There's definitely more vibe. There's more shops. Yeah. Okay. There's just more things. Okay. So there's definitely like more places to eat at, more bars to check out. Yeah. I'm sure in the summer there's more festivals, like great. Yeah. But like this is my review of most North American cities though. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. There's yeah. they're all the same because um oh yeah, my actually my parents made a good point. They mm-hmm. you know how like before back in the day, like European, you know, architecture, very unique, very different. They have a certain, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons behind why we don't really do that anymore. Capitalism mm-hmm. is probably one of them because that kind of architecture takes like forever to build. Yeah. And it's like, and also it was built on like slavery and stuff. Anyways. Yeah. I was going to so say there's many no, reasons. Yeah. But at the same time, also another point that they made is like back, even in like Asia, for example, mm. you have to only use certain things that are available in your like, local area kind yeah. of so if you don't have like i don't know fucking lumber mm. like or you know what i mean like you well, use why, what is available that's why like for example like towns in the uk for example they use a lot more like brick houses and there stuff. there you go whereas like here a lot of our houses are wood sure so that what ma- that's what makes like kind of each specific place a little more unique mm. so that's why i really like historical buildings because i feel like you get like a sense of like the history and like mm. the uniqueness of that place but north america is a pretty new you know yeah so now a lot of buildings you know especially in canada for example mm-hmm. like in the you know in downtown and things like that yeah 
they all look the fucking same. Would you argue though that like, you know, that's happening more and more across the world though? I think it's going to, exactly. Like, because you're right. Like a lot of it is like, it's easier to build skyscrapers with certain yeah. materials, yeah. right? Like that's why they're like so many of the buildings. I mean, mm-hmm. they might do cool designs and stuff, but overall it's like, they're still skyscrapers. Exactly. And like, I feel like if, you know, Asia is a really good example because there's a lot of history in Asia, yep. but I'm sure those big cities now, yep. now are starting to be the more new buildings, like, yeah, definitely like Shanghai, Beijing. Like I'm sure there's, they're amazing to go visit and there's different cool things there, but they're starting to all be like this big city of skyscrapers but at least if because i'm from north america it's like all the shops are the same yeah true like and you still see again you still see similar shops everywhere now like starbucks is like everywhere like mcdonald's everywhere but at least in a different country you're you know there are like local shops like Mm -hmm. thing things of that but because we're in like a similar culture we're in north america we we all live in the the same culture Mm. so everything looks the same to me so like every big city is just like a big city other than montreal of course yeah. <laughs> Montreal again I liked it because it has a European vibe it does it's like if Canada and, and Europe had a baby exactly it, it that's was, pretty much what it was it was or if yeah. Canada you know, or if Europeans colonized Canada and killed all the oh god I made it so dark you did you did <laughs> why do I make everything dark because you're dark spirited Rose well everything is dark it's true okay Europeans came and colonized this mm-hmm. fucking country It'd be dark as hell um anyways anyways <laughs> moving on getting oh, into <laughs> We haven't even started stories. Know, it's, it's been like, 40 minutes. Oh, God damn. Well, oh, my God. We didn't even do our Patreon shout out. Oh, my God. We didn't. We are like failing. At this oh, my God. You guys, too. I'm so sorry. This is a Patreon shout out. Yep. You guys, Emily, I apologize. You deserve a shout out. Mm-hmm. Emily. Thank you for joining our Patreon community. <laughs> my brain. Um, I know, as you know, um, guys, if you join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the savage podcast. You get access to all of our episodes a week early with no ads. They're all ad free. And also every single month we do a Patreon exclusive episode. Um, and what what um, did we do this this Patreon exclusive, Rari's? God, what did we do? Cancel culture. Oh, we talked about cancel yeah, culture. We get in- it. We get it. <laughs> in depth about some don't of the- cancel us for talking about cancel mm-hmm. culture and it was that was it was juicy so if you want to catch that and loads of other exclusive episodes that are only on the patreon um our patreon page uh go check that out yeah. over if you at- want to hear me rant yeah. about cancel culture mm-hmm. yeah go check it out um but yeah thank you so much to emily mm-hmm. for uh joining, joining our patreon family if you yeah. guys want to hear your lovely beautiful name yeah. on our podcast next week join our patreon uh the link is in the show notes patreon.com slash the savage podcast so moving to stories oh my god we we fucking god damn we missed our podcast we'd be ran- we'd I know we just, we just <laughs> dipped right into ran- it okay what story should we talk about um we're short on time so let's i know we pick- are short on time well i think we should talk about what, what we've been talking about this week oh god damn so well guys as we know yeah there's a fucking war going on oh my god it's so crazy i cannot even believe yeah but here's the thing okay there's a war we don't want to touch too much on the war aspect yeah like russia ukraine because we're obviously not a news source so we don't know that much. Things are changing all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pretend that I know. It's obviously a very delicate situation. Yeah. But we do want to talk about something that we've... And I think some of you may have seen this as well. We've Shocking. The racism. Oh, my God. The guys. fucking racism. It's bad. It's bad. So... <laughs> Rose, basically, we have a group chat with our friends, and Rose sent a bunch of like, they were like tweets and they like, were like TikToks. TikToks. Oh my God, I could not believe. It's a basically of people, like news reporters in the last little while, journalists and journalists talking about the situation that's going on in the Ukraine. Um, and the way that they're talking about it is 
horrendous. <laughs> I mean, obviously the situation is not great itself. Yeah. But like to downplay and basically like what were some of the comments? So basically, like, I mean, the thing is we are all kind of guilty of this, whether we, I think it's a, it's a mixture of the fault of media, but also the fault of people. Yeah. So because we're very Eurocentric, yeah, just in our world, um, we don't see, and because we're fucking racist, I guess, mm. like I didn't, <laughs> we don't, the media does not cover certain, uh, you know, uh, world atrocities, wars, certain, you know, conflicts in the same way that they covered the Ukrainian and Russian conflict that they're covering right now. So yeah. basically, and I think we could, we've all kind of noticed it. Yeah. Or not all of us noticed it, but like a few of our friends were talking about it. We're like, I mean, yes, it's fucking horrible. Like, obviously it is. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, are we being, you know, why don't we have the same reaction, mm -hmm. which we should to other conflicts around the world? Mm -hmm. um, because there are horrible conflicts that happen all the time. People are getting bombed all the time. Yeah. And we should be talking about it in the same you know, passionate way. So that's the first thing we're talking about. And then I noticed, and you know, so I was already like, oh yeah, we definitely do that. We should, you know, probably change that. And then definitely. on TikTok, people were posting. Um, one of the first ones I saw was like this guy like doing a parody, which is kind of funny. Mm. Um, this guy, he was like basically doing a parody of these reporters. reporters. Yeah. And I could not believe that these were real reporters. Basically, they were saying like they were reporters from like the US, I think a lot of them, and then mm. some European ones, like British. The things they were saying were like, I'm trying to, okay. They were saying like, well, you know, I, I didn't catch the entire segment, but they're like, these are not, these are not your, um, you know, Syrian refugees. These are not people from Africa. These are Europeans. European people. They, they, these are European people with blue eyes and blonde hair. They're middle class. They're wearing, they look middle class. They're wearing, you know, regular clothes like you and I, you know, and I. <sighs> it's shocking. I couldn't believe like like the number of times I said these are Europeans. Yeah. These are Europeans. But it wasn't these just, are not Syrian refugees. Exactly. And the worst part is though it wasn't just like one clip that you sent it, us. I, I saw like 10. It was several. And it's like <laughs> yeah. you guys honestly do this on your own cuz like <laughs> I, I I again, I haven't actually been watching the news that much lately because it's depressing as hell. Yeah. Um and sometimes I don't want to go down that dark dark tunnel of global news, which I probably should because it's important to know it's what's so going depressing. on. It's so depressing. But it's honestly like the more stuff that's happening, the more I'm just like, oh my God. But I know, anyway, I'm actually scared. Yeah. But anyway, check this out. I'm sure you can find it on TikTok or something. There are so many of these videos of news reporters talking about this exact conflict that's going on and being like saying these these horrible comments like, this is not like conflict that's happening in like Africa or yeah. like in different yeah, countries. As in, that would be fine. Yeah. And then they're like, this is happening in Europe. Like these are Europeans that are getting bombed. And it's like, oh my God, like, we get it that it's happening in Europe. We understand that. But the fact that you're actually commenting this stuff is downplaying global conflict around the world. Yeah. It's really blatantly showing your racism. And like, it's just, it's so bad. I know. It's actually insane. Like, I, first of all, Europe is not new to conflict. Like, mm -hmm. let's just put that out there. I can understand if you're saying like, oh my God, it's happening so close to us. Like, mm. I get that. But. The way they say it is so racist. Like I know. Like I'm, I'm careful about calling people racist, but it's actually so. But racist. it's blatant racism. Like I couldn't believe it. And then some of them were, would say like, "Oh God, I can't remember." It was like the Bul a Bulgarian or Romanian president or somebody was like saying something about how, "Oh, oh my God, I saw this." You know what? Th that video, the one that I sent you with yeah. the with the lady that 
um, that did the segment about this. I was yeah. like, you go, girl. What is her name? I didn't want to find the segment. I can't remember her name, but um, she did this like um, whole segment about mm-hmm. the racism in the the media right now. Mm-hmm. And basically, hold on, Ukrainian. Um, and basically, at the end, she yeah, she read out this like this quote from yeah one of the european uh presidents Mm -hmm. and basically he was saying how like oh these are not like terror terrorists or basically what she was saying is when it's like syrian refugees or like you know brown people Mm. black people they immediately like shut down the borders there's a more serious issue than we are saying right now yes it's bad to say racist things but it actually has more bigger implications because when we see the syrian refugees and them being reported in such a way that is very different from the way that we report european conflicts Mm -hmm. and white people being you know being refugees yeah the way that it's reported when it's when it's like middle eastern people or african people it's Mm -hmm. always like Oh, like shut down the borders. We can't have like, you know, we can't have have these terrorists in our country. You know, they get branded as terrorists, even though they're refugees. Yeah. And they get branded as terrorists and they shut down the borders. Whereas Ukraine, which they should be doing, European countries are welcoming Ukrainians into their countries Mm -hmm. because they're white. Mm -hmm. Like that's literally the only reason. And that's that was her point. Her name. I need to find the segment. So it's by what gravitas gravitas um and it's called western media's racist reportage on your ukrainian refugees yeah fucking iconic video you need to watch it yeah anyway so that one is the one where a reporter is actually doing her job and like calling Mm -hmm. out the which which they should i mean the thing is i and i'm kind of glad like i feel like this because honestly i i i'm probably guilty of this as too we're all guilty like in in a sense like growing up and being exposed to the media that we did get exposed to growing up in canada Mm -hmm. Um, this has probably been going on for a, I mean, this has been going on for a long time, but I think because of, 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 you know, us developing or, you know, becoming more, not woke, I don't want to say woke, <laughs> but becoming more, more aware. O- aware now we're called now to us, it's cringe, right? Like yeah, yeah. maybe ha- had I seen that segment when I was five years old, maybe I would have been like, maybe. you know, yeah. maybe who knows, but like, because we're like older now and we're like looking at this stuff with like a little bit more of like, uh, scrutiny and stuff you start to see and you're like oh my fucking god <laughs> it's so like bad. this is honestly guys like you need to watch some of this stuff like i was shocked at the videos you sent yeah i couldn't believe it i was like this yeah. is actually like i yeah don't and I, I don't get what like what the news like how the news companies and 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 reporters and journalists that were going in there like how they how they f- could feel doing that you know what i mean like saying those comments like and like what's the point of saying that too i was mm-hmm. just like first of all that's not even like journal like that's not even reporting on the news like you're just saying you're like these are not like what the fuck what is the purpose of saying mm-hmm. that right because you could just be like oh these are you know ukrainian refugees behind me they're you know mm-hmm. going to you know like oh my god what a bad situation like what is the purpose of you saying these are not syrian refugees that's basically saying this is an actual serious problem. Yeah. Whereas that was just, that happens to them all the time. Who exactly. gives a shit? Who cares? What the fuck? Yeah. But that also makes you question like, okay, we need to do more shit to help these people. Like, yeah, I, I can't even believe. I know. I'm actually like, that's, that, that's one thing that's yeah. been really, really disturbing about yeah. this whole, I mean, the whole situation is oh. not great either. Like Russia doing yeah. this and whatever else, but like, Oh God, it's so bad. The whole thing is bad. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah. And they're saying like, there's like really potential because they're like, some people were saying, Oh, like, you know, like the, um, 
like the U.S. and some of the countries, they need to start stepping in now. But then they say that if they step in, there's going to be a nuclear war. I know. That's that's the thing. They're like, oh, but but Russia does have nuclear power. So like... And they probably have a fuck ton of nuclear shit. I know. It's so fucking scary. Well, I, I heard, and I don't know if this is a true stat, guys, but I heard that there was like... I can't remember how many times, but they were like, you know when there was that whole like Cold War, obviously between U.S. and sure. Russia, and there was like a really tense time for a while? Yeah. Um Oh, I can't and, just and get along. <laughs> I know. This is my thoughts exactly. Um, and then they started like basically stockpiling nuclear weapons, both the US and um, Russia and probably other countries as well. Um, and then there was like a comment at one point, and I don't know if this is still true, but they were saying like, in the world, we have so much nuclear power that we have enough nuclear bombs that we could like blow up the whole world multiple times. Daniel, I can't sleep at night. Oh, God. Damn. I know. It's <laughs> so fucking scary. That is so scary. Yeah. So what is the solution? We just all get along. <laughs> well, what they've what they've said, and again, guys, I don't know if this is a solution. I don't know if this is going to work. But what they've said, because nowadays, especially now, the world is so intricate and so um, reliant on every single country in a sense of trade, in a sense of, like, there's no real, I don't think there's any country nowadays that exists in Except for maybe North Korea, but North even, Korea, yeah, that exists in its own like. But even North Korea has some, you know, it has some trading partners for sure. Yeah. It must. Well, Russia is probably like a yeah, partner. Exactly. So there's very well, few- Russia's fault that fucking Russia and U.S. fault that Korea is North Korea and South Korea. Oh god damn. But anyway, um, but like <laughs> yeah, but they're like this is like uh um. Uh, anyway, what I was trying to get with this, yeah. with like all the intricacies and stuff. So what the countries have said that they want to start doing, because obviously there's that worry about the nuclear stuff. Yeah. They were saying, well, okay, let's hit them where it hurts. And we're going to start taking steps to do like san- economic sanctions. We've already started doing that now. Yeah. And they're also, there was like a big story <clears throat> about how, I guess the global banking industry uses something called SWIFT. Yeah. Which is like a way to banks send messages and can wire money to each other and all this stuff. And there's talk. I don't think they've done it yet. Maybe after this episode gets released, guys, they have. But there's talk that um, of removing Russia from the SWIFT right. messaging system. So like they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to trade oh, with Russian God. banks. And then people are like, you know what? That's one way to do this. But then also think about all the like innocent people in Russia. That's the thing. That like, you know, maybe work for an international company. So they said there's like like so many knock on effects, right? Like there's innocent people in Russia that work maybe for a US company or something like this. Now they're probably not getting paid. You know what I mean? There's so many other like things where it's like they're cutting Russia off. um, And then there's going to be like downstream impacts for those citizens that like probably aren't even behind what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot of Russians are against this war. Exactly. So it's not like about Russians versus Ukraine. It's about Russian government. Yeah. You know, wanting to fucking get, take over Ukraine. Yeah. Um, I I don't know the full fucking details, but like, it's crazy. I just, the thing is also, as we're just, we discussed this like off the, off air Mm -hmm. and Off um, off air. I love that. And I was saying how, like, yes, the thing is, like, there are going to be sanctions and there are already some sanctions and sanctions. I'm sure they will help. And I, mm. at this point, I can't think of any other solution. Yeah. I'm sure other people have ideas. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like with sanctions, it's going to the thing is, it's not like Putin is like a fucking idiot. Right. I'm yeah. sure he knew sanctions were going to come. Oh, yeah. He's fully aware. So, they so it's probably. not exactly. So it's not like he's going to be like, oh, there's a sanction. Mm. OK, stop the war. Never mind. Like, it's going to take a very long time for like maybe not a very long time but it's mm-hmm. going to take time of for sanctions to be effective enough and can we wait that long like i don't know and so what's his goal he wants to take over ukraine and then the problem is if he does take over ukraine what's next 
he wants to take over more countries. Yeah. And that's what's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Because if he has fucking nuclear weapons. <laughs> fucking, like, what are we supposed to do? I know. It's fucked up. It's so sad. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I can't even believe this is happening. I feel just. And I also feel bad that we only can't believe it's happening when it's happening in Ukraine. Yeah. That's another thing that I feel bad about. Just mm-hmm. everything. Um, but also, I really do truly think that it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's to do with the way that it's been reported. Yeah. The fact that we just don't see the news in the same way. Yeah. And it's it, it's even like the conflict itself is magnetized. Exactly. Right? Like the, it's everywhere. Whereas yeah. shit happens in Syria. We do see it. Yeah. But, but it's not to the same level. It's not like the same not. impact. You know, yeah. all of this stuff. So <clears throat> it's definitely crazy. Um, <laughs> I do have a, I do have a really, really uplifting story to leave, to, to, to leave us on. And um, I'll just read it out to you, Rose. Hopefully this will cheer you up. Um, so basically, uh, UN report has warned the world has a rapidly closing window to address climate change. So just, just to end on a happy note, guys, here. Listen to this. I guess they published a, a report recently. The UN, the United I saw Nations. This as well. uh-huh. Fuck our fucking lives. 3,500 page <laughs> report. No. Guys, this is this is the world we're in right now. Oh my god! So, guys, pandemic is over, just in time for World War Three. Yep. And uh, the climate collapsing. Exactly. <laughs> basically, the the this whole like three thousand five hundred page report is basically saying you know that there's going to be catastrophic damage if we do not do something literally right now. Um, which you know I'm pretty sure this war is definitely distracting people. Yeah. Um, so things aren't going to change. That's and the thing. Basically, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked. So it says the report warns that sea levels could rise several feet and swallow up an entire island nations and coastal regions. Mm-hmm. It also predicts that millions of refugees could be forced from their homes due to drought, heat, hunger, natural disasters, and the proliferation of disease-carrying insects. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Um, also, but, s- yeah. Well, because like, if you think about it, guys, like the thing with global warming is there's so many impacts. Globally, yeah, <laughs> to like 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 domino effect. Exactly, there's domino effect because like if you think about it, okay, you have the sea levels rise. Okay, that's okay. That's going to impact people living along the coast. But then where do those people go? Like they they have to go somewhere. They're going to move inland. Like yeah. and then it's going to impact the cities there. And those cities that are there are going to be suffering from drought. They're going to be suffering from extreme other weather. Um, as the sea yeah. levels are rising, it's going to create other kinds of problems. Like it's. Oh my God, it's so bad. It says the report adds that humanity cannot afford to wait one more day to take action without missing the brief and rapidly closing window of opportunity to secure a livable and sustainable future for all. AKA, we are fucked, bitch. Mm -hmm. We might as well just nuclear this fucking world. I know. Well, and and you know that uh, there's a really good um, meme that I saw like actually a couple of years ago and it was like a kind of interesting um take but it was like this old man that was passing on and he was giving this massive bag of cash to his like son or his grandson or something who at the same time was in the desert wearing a gas mask and was like basically like what the fuck am i gonna do with all this money yeah like literally what the fuck am i gonna do yeah this is crazy so i think like it's this is crazy it scares me because i feel like the world needs an overhaul on so many levels. Oh, God. And it's just not going to oh, happen. no. It's so bad, Daniel. How long do we have? It doesn't say. Um, And you know what I think the root cause of all of this is? Capitalism. 
Oh my god, it's so bad, you guys. I'm actually like this report is scary. Mm-hmm. It's very scary. Like, like it's we like we knew it was bad, but it's like it's always every time these reports come out, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, we're like reminded. Okay. Oh god. It literally says the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, published a more than 3,500-page report detailing the catastrophic damage soon to come if greenhouse gas emissions go unchecked. You guys, Manhattan, going to be underwater. Well, think about this, guys. How many How many Vancouver is going to be underwater? Yeah. Like all of the... Oh, yeah. They actually said... You know, I saw like another thing. It was like... Uh, Vancouver is one of the cities that they predict will be underwater. Hold on. In the next while. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I think about it, all the big cities, like a lot, well, not all of them, but a lot of really big cities are based on water. Cause obviously that was like their main mode of transport back in the day. We used water systems and stuff. So like a lot of cities on the coast, like think of San Francisco, think of New yeah. York, think of, you know, cities all in Asia. Think of cities in Africa. So think sad. of cities in, all over Europe. Like there's so many cities that are on the coast and big cities, like capital cities, like beautiful cities, cities. beautiful cities, not so beautiful cities, yeah. just shitloads of cities. And if you think about it, I could, I, I don't know what the status, but imagine the magnitude of people that that would impact. Let me read you this to, you know, end on an even end more on a, positive end note. End on a positive note, guys. A new research study has highlighted the 36 cities that will be underwater due to rising sea levels and frequent flooding within the next 80 years. And Vancouver made the list. Yep. Research is based on elevation maps and it compiles the six, 36 most populated or visited cities around the world that will be the first to be impacted. Studies suggest that some of the locations on the list are already being impacted. Vancouver cracked the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, it highlights that um, highlights major landmarks from each city that will be underwater in the next 80 years. Hundreds of millions of people, we're talking 226 million, would be potentially impacted in just these 36 cities. That's fucked. It says, um, research hinges on the prediction that sea levels will rise 1.5 meters due to rising global temperatures. Global temperatures only need to increase three um, three degrees Celsius. Sorry, hold on, my brain just... Had a mind blank. Um, three degrees Celsius for the predictions to pan out mm-hmm. and our current rate of increase. This could take place within the next 80 years. God damn. Let me see what other cities. Oh, God damn. <coughs> the scary. Come as- on. I can't believe this. But Vancouver is the only Canadian city to make the list. Yeah. At least Toronto's not up there. I'm surprised see. Halifax isn't there because Halifax is like on the ocean. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Maybe it's like, maybe it's depending on like, um, how big it is? Yeah. Guess what's number one? Tokyo. Oh my god. Okay, number one Tokyo. Number three Mumbai. Yep. No, number two Mumbai. Sorry, number three New York City. Not yep. surprising. Number four Osaka, Japan. You fucked. Oh god damn. <laughs> god, we fucked, man. Yeah. Number five Istanbul. So oh sad. my god. God, this is also sad. Uh, number four, uh, Kolkata, India. Yep. Seven Bangkok. Yeah. Eight, Jakarta. Nine, London. <laughs> um, and then number 10 is Dhaka, which is Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Number 11, Ho Chi Minh. 12, San Francisco. 13, Miami. 14, Alexandria, Egypt. 15, Sydney. I mean, we got Boston, Lisbon, Dubai, Vancouver, Abu Dhabi, Copenhagen. Barcelona. New Orleans, 
um, Dublin, Honolulu, Amsterdam, Cancun, Venice, Charleston, USA, Macau, China, Malay, Maldives. Lo is it Maldives or Maldives? I never know. Maldives, I think. Okay. Savannah, USA, Nassau, Bahamas, mm -hmm. Punta Cana, uh, Dominican Republic, Key West, USA, Cockburn, Turks and Caicos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, basically we fucked. Guys, so sad. I um, hopefully the, the our Vancouver stories in the beginning cheered oh, you up I'm a little so bit sad. because right now our world is in a dark place. Eighty years, you guys. So if your kids are being born right now, it's in their lifetime. Don't don't you fucking move to any of those cities yeah. that I just mentioned right there. Or if you live in those cities, maybe have your kids go somewhere else. Just That's be like the crazy thing. Yeah. What are people thinking? They're building more shit. I know. Well, maybe they're thinking like we can come up with a way to like try not to like flood it or something. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 it's like a your faith in humanity. I know. It's a losing battle. Like I was saying, like if you're trying to like pull out um, yeah. water out of a boat and there's someone with a fire hose behind you, yeah, it's like we fucked. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's so scary. It's so scary. Because the thing is, it's not even just going to affect those cities, right? Mm -hmm. Because once 200, they said 200 million people yeah. that are going to be affected. They have to move then to like yeah. other cities. Yeah. That's going to drive up costs for other cities. There's going to be a shortage of resources. Yeah. It's going to cause potentially more wars over, you know, mm -hmm. land and resources. Yeah. We fucked. Anyways, that concludes yeah. our Guys, on, on, that pos yeah. on that positive note, hopefully you enjoyed our later <laughs> episode of, um, you know, cynicism and, you know, optimism <laughs> for the future. Us bringing so much positivity. Yeah. Bringing positivity and joy to all of our listeners this week. Um, hopefully next week, maybe we'll have a few feel good stories as well, just to kind of balance out the in 80 years. We're all going to be underwater. So. <laughs> the, uh, balance out the depression. Um, but guys, thank you so much for watching or listening. Um, if you're not already, let's say you're watching this on the YouTube, YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Give us a <laughs> comment in the comment section below. Show us some love down there. Let us know if you think it's pronounced Maldives <laughs> or Maldives. Every time I'm confused. Yep. And make sure you uh, subscribe to our channel. Mm -hmm. If you haven't already, tell your friends, tell your family about the positivity, positivity in the podcast <laughs> of our podcast, this feel good moment moment you know um <laughs> check us out on what if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast platform hit that follow button you get updated as soon as there's new content hopefully not as late as this week guys we'll be <laughs> we'll be we'll be better we'll be, be we'll try to be better yeah. um and then as mentioned earlier if you're not already check out our patreon at patreon uh, patreon.com slash the savage podcast where you get all of the content a week earlier than everyone else or a few days if we're hungover in vancouver yeah that's true or a few days <laughs> um it's always ad free content on there guys which is a which is a plus and also we do an exclusive episode every single month for the Patreon. Yeah, yeah yeah thank you so much you guys and we will talk to you guys in next in next days. week yeah. my throat hurts thanks, bye. thanks guys bye <laughs>